What is a retired sannyasi? In which of the four ashrams is a devotee in this situation? Where does his new invention come from and what for it has come? Sometimes it seems that the GBC, instead of correcting faults from sannyasis who fall down, they give them an award. Please note, Vrindavan Chandra Prabhu, that in cases like this, it would be better for the, if you ask the person who's asking the question to give some more context, because it's, it seems from this question that there's some official document in which the term retired sannyasi, Hare Krishna, please come in which the term retired sannyasi is given. We need another uh, Sataranji? Oh, that's, that's enough. Chatai. Whatever. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, this... Uh, but I'm not aware of any such document. I mean, I've heard the term used in a facetious way, retired sannyasi, but I don't think it's, there's any official term in our society. Maybe it's just been used so many times facetiously that it's become uh, maybe someone thinks that it's an official term. In this regard, I'm going to go off on a complete tangent here. It's got nothing to do with the question. But something I thought was interesting because in my uh, wanderings around the the internet I there was something something question about atheism and I came across the or I looked at the flying spaghetti monster which was facetiously invented by a at the time a student of physics as a, as an atheist's response to the concept of God he said that the concept of God is not falsifiable in science for a concept to be even admissible as worthy of discussion, there should be some conceivable means of attempting to prove that it's correct or false. And as, according to this gentleman, there was no, there's no such way of considering, of proving the concept of God to be true or false. Uh, therefore, you could just as well imagine that everything has come into, everything was created by a flying spaghetti monster. Some monster with lots of, what's that thing that octopus has got? Tentacles? Is that what it's called? Tentacles. And, uh, it flies in the sky. 
So this became a, a big hit with the uh, atheistic school. And they've made a whole parody of religion on the basis of this, even going to the extent of having debates among themselves, pseudo-theological debates on parodying theological debates, just like this. Among theologians there may be some debate about the nature of God's kindness or, or how God created the world. So they'll, they'll have a pseudo-debate about how the flying spaghetti monster, he created us for this reason or that reason. And it's all supposed to be a big joke and making fun of theism. But one thing I'm think, thinking is that if they go on like this and talking like this, pretending to be serious about something which is a joke, then at some point someone's going to think that it's real. Just like there are many people, so we are informed, who believe themselves to be JDs, which is some kind of intergalactic soldier or something, is it? Ask John, he knows, he told me about JDs. And they consider that to be their religion, JD religion. It's just something someone made up, like Scientology. Someone just made it up at some point in time. So like that. Um, Yeah, like flying spaghetti. Someone may argue so earnestly that actually the ultimate truth is a flying spaghetti monster. It's just, ab it's, it's absurd. And in this way they're trying to show that the conception of God is absurd. But if you go on like that, talking like that, then you might, the very nature of the way the mind works is that if you go on saying something again and again and again, you start to believe it. And others may start to believe it also. So, this term retired sannyasi, I believe it was, it's floating around as a facetious term. It's not actually part of official ISKCON lingo. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe there is such a thing. I mean, it is conceivable that you could talk of a retired sannyasi in the sense that when someone gets old and then no longer fit to run around here and there, then they just retire from active preaching. Don't ask Jayapitaka Maharaj about that. <laughs> because if anyone is entitled to retire, he is, but... I don't think he knows what the word retire means. So in that sense it could be a retired sannyasi. Otherwise, the, yeah, the term retired sannyasi is used facetiously to describe 
sannyasis who have not maintained their vows and have retired from active service as sannyasis and they're just old and they're devotees and they're retired. means they're not doing much actively in the world. So it's not a very glorious position. If someone has, in one sense, if someone has, although it's certainly the position of a fallen sannyasi is inglorious, the fact that anyone seriously tried to take up that sword against Maya, that attack on Maya, that is glorious. So that should also be seen. The, the failure to maintain it is unhappy, there's no doubt. The GBC, instead of correcting faults from sannyasis who fall down, they give them an award. Well, it may be very difficult to correct people who are who are older Hare Krishna and who are used to telling people what to do. One of my godbrothers told me once he had a, a dream in which he was saying to Srila Prabhupada he was complaining about one of our godbrothers. And he was complaining to Srila Prabhupada and saying, but Prabhupada, he does this. And Prabhupada said, that's all right. And then Godbrother said to Prabhupada, but he said this. And Prabhupada said, that's all right. And he went on like this for some time. And then in the dream, as the Godbrother told me, he noticed that he was sitting above Prabhupada. So then, as this Godbrother related to me, he realized that from this, that it's not his position to, because he's talking about a very senior devotee in our movement, he's, he realized that it's not his position to correct that devotee, it's, it's up to Prabhupada to do that. It's a very delicate situation for the GBC. What do you do if a sannyasi falls down after many years of being respected? What do you do? You just, you know, hang him upside down, crucif crucify him. What do you do? It's, many devotees would call for crucifixion. Ah. Uh, the GBC has decided not to do that, even figuratively. Give them a chance, that's the policy. Someone's been a devotee so many years, you know, to just like throw them out altogether. That's the policy. What to do? We need sannyasis. We need, we need visible spiritual leaders who people can look up to. Some of the, some of those in whom we put great faith and hope, they, uh, 
betray that or they don't live up to the expectations. It makes a very difficult situation. Then what to do? Stop giving sannyas? Well, we could do that. That's also a possibility. It, it might be considered that giving sannyas is so much of a risk, better not to do it. Better just not give sannyas. That's also a possibility. Could be considered. There's a kind of mystique that goes with sannyas, which is why Lord Chaitanya accepted sannyas. Why Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur introduced that in our Sampradaya. And why anyone who has accepted sannyas after Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati should, should be for that reason that people tend to respect sannyasis. And not that a devotee wants to be respected, but they, they, if they have a service to do in preaching, it, it, it helps. If people respect you, just the very reason that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took sannyas. But if so many sannyasis fall down that it becomes a disrespectable position, then then there's no point in awarding sannyas. What should we do? I'll monitor sannyasis more carefully, but then they need some independence to perform their service. Anyway, it's a big topic, which there may be many pros and cons about this. Many people may have many things to say about this. Maybe we should Instead of asking me, we should listen to the so-called rank-and-file devotees, what they have to say about this. What do they think? But you'll get a, you'll get a, uh, a mixed bag of responses also from different devotees. Some, some will say yes, slit the throats of any sannyasi who gets up at one minute past four every, any day. If he ever gets up at one second past four, he's fallen. So, slit his wrists and let him bleed to death slowly. Someone, some may be very in a very vindictive mood, and others less so. So, anyway, we, it, it would be good, I feel, if possible, in the busy life of our leaders, if we could listen to what the so-called rank-and-file devotees are, are thinking. There's some kind of mechanism for hearing what devotees are thinking. Some Get some feedback, something like that. Okay. 